Tech Writer Worldwide. It's the High Tech Podcast in plain English with an hour's worth of news in about 20 minutes. That's because we leave out the commercials, the station breaks, the sports, and most of the jingles. Podcast number 717 for the 30th of October, 2020. This week, TechSmith's Snagit has one new feature for 2021 that justifies the cost of the update all by itself, but that feature is not alone. In short circuits, the annual Adobe Max conference attracted half a million attendees this year instead of the usual 15,000 or so. Most of us wish smartphones cost less, but we're willing to go into debt for them because they're considered essential by so many of us. How about some tips for saving money? In spare parts only on the website, a free 47-page ebook by Wells Fargo Financial Advisors can help safeguard your computer and your finances. I have the download link for you. The feds have filed suit against Google complaining about monopolistic practices. And 20 years ago, Xerox was in the process of spinning off the legendary Palo Alto Research Center, the organization that invented much of modern computing. Many people consider documentation to be the job of specialists, and that is true. But sometimes it's also a job that should be handled by those who know how something works, even if they are not documentation specialists. And that leads me to Snagit. Snagit is one of those applications that seems to get better every year. Sometime around 1990, the director of client support where I worked showed me an application that she had discovered from a small Michigan company. The company was called TechSmith and the application was called Snagit. What was clear immediately was that I needed this application because I was tasked with creating marketing materials for the sales team and also some of the documentation. By today's standards, the 1990 version of Snagit was probably primitive, but new features were added every year, and there hasn't been a time when Snagit wasn't on my computer. If you're counting, that's 30 years. You see the results of Snagit every week in TechBiter Worldwide. It's an application that loads each morning with Windows, and it's used many times a day to capture images that I need to explain something to a friend or to illustrate how a program works. There are other screen capture utilities, and both Windows and Mac OS computers have the native ability to capture images from the screen. But Snagit makes it possible to turn a simple image into something that communicates. The first thing you'll see when you install Snagit is the larger number of image sharing options available from inside the application. The simplified user interface function is probably the most interesting addition for 2021. Let's say you have a website form that users frequently fill out incorrectly. Maybe the user needs to fill in their email address and you found that too many people make typographical errors or maybe provide fake addresses accidentally or on purpose. Because you respond to them by using their email address, an error in this location on the form is serious. 
So you put a reminder below the field on the website form to remind people that the email address needs to be correct, and the problem persists. So then you create a screenshot to document the process, add a highlight, and include a reminder. Some people still miss the message. What if you could create documentation that clearly highlights the problem area and excludes everything else? It would be possible to cover or blur everything but the essential field, but that could be a job that easily takes 10 or 15 minutes. Snagit's new Simplify function examines the image to identify colors and then obscures all the details. This happens in less than a second. To complete the process, you simply need to select the overlay shapes that hide the part of the image that you want to call the user's attention to and delete those covering items. For even more emphasis, you can add a highlight and perhaps some explanatory text. The process that might previously have taken a quarter of an hour is now complete in about a minute. Now, clearly, that is a trivial example. Most people know how to specify a valid email address, but this would be a real time saver when there's a need to document a complex form. Here's another possible use. Maybe you have a relatively complex screen and you need to retain the full screen view for context. You could drag a box around the information that you want the viewer to see, but that leaves a lot of extraneous information on the screen, and there are two potential problems with that. First, the viewer might be distracted by the other information and waste a lot of time reading it. The more serious problem, though, would involve a screen that contains proprietary information, information you don't want the viewer to see. The Simplify function covers all of the text on the screen with a single click, and all that's needed to highlight the individual line is delete the shapes that cover the information you want the viewer to see. The context and layout are retained, the private parts are hidden. Those who use Snagit a lot probably use the library module frequently to find previous captures. If you remember which day you captured the image, you can just scroll to that day. But a more useful option is often the list of applications that Snagit was used to capture. Check out the TechBiter Worldwide website. You'll see that I frequently capture screens from Firefox. In the image you'll see there, you'll learn that I have used Snagit 276 times in 2020 so far to grab screenshots in Firefox. These are listed in order by date, so if I'm looking for a Firefox capture that I know I grabbed in July, my search is immediately limited to just 61 images, not 276 for Firefox or 790 for all of the applications so far in 2020. When I find the image I'm looking for, I can share it using any of 20 sharing applications, or I can select several images and use the Batch Conversion Wizard to rename the files and output them in any of several common formats for use in documents, publications, or the web. If someone had suggested, in 1990, that Snagit should be distributed beyond the company's documentation specialists, support personnel, and advertising staff, I probably would have laughed. Who else would need such an application? Today, that opinion would be very short-sighted. TechSmith has been positioning Snagit as an application that's needed by key employees, and the reasoning is solid. Most companies have dozens, maybe hundreds, of applications that are used by employees, 
Every employee probably interacts with a time clock application every day, but might need to access the tax reporting section of that application just once a year. Or maybe the calendar component, something that's needed only when someone wants to schedule vacation time. These less-used applications can be confusing, but the ability to use them properly is no less essential. So TechSmith has been promoting Snagit as an application that every subject matter expert should have. Subject matter experts today include employees who are familiar with applications that other employees use infrequently. These are the people who receive calls and emails from other employees who need to know how to schedule vacation time or get their year-end tax form or change their home address in the HR system. The people who receive requests for help need to stop doing their primary jobs and help others. But what if they could take a couple of hours to document a process and then make it available on the company's intranet? That's the justification for installing Snagit on their computers. And TechSmith does everything possible to make things easy to use. Snagit's templates feature that was introduced in 2020 allows users to combine screenshots into step-by-step instructions and guides. Templates have been improved in the 2021 version to make it possible to rearrange, add, or delete steps with ease. Artificial intelligence has also been added to improved color schemes. Snagit can identify colors, typefaces, and other elements in the screen captures. Then the user can store these as a preset. Once created, these presets can be reused and shared with coworkers to ensure consistency. TechSmith says that customer requests have been addressed in Snagit 2021. Various system improvements ensure that captures are now triggered faster, they say, scaled more smoothly, and displayed better in the editor. And thanks to the smoothing effect, drawn lines in the pen tool appear clearer and smoother. You'll find a short video from TechSmith on the TechBiter Worldwide website this week. And the bottom line for Snagit? Well, it's got to be five cats. It is no longer just for documentation specialists. Whether you're someone whose sole or primary job is documentation, or someone who's a subject matter expert, or even someone who only occasionally needs to help others learn how something works, Snagit is an excellent choice. Snagit 2021 is available for Windows and Mac OS for $50, and users with earlier versions can upgrade for $35. TechSmith includes a maintenance agreement with all new purchases and updates this year so that all users will have access to Snagit certification training, support, and a free upgrade to the next version. You'll find additional details on the TechSmith website. There is, of course, a link from the TechBiter Worldwide website. If you find these podcasts useful, and I hope you do, might you consider a donation? There are no ads here, and support from listeners is the sole source of income. It's easy. Just visit the website and click the Donate button near the top of any page. You can make a one-time donation or schedule a repeating donation every month. I thank you. And so does the cat. In short circuits, October's Adobe Max program usually attracts around 15,000 people from countries all around the globe. This year, there were nearly 500,000 registered attendees. 
The primary differences were that those who attended all got in for free. If you're thinking this sounds a little like Woodstock, well, maybe. Unlike Woodstock, though, there was never any intent to sell tickets this year. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, Adobe Max was virtual. A three-day virtual conference with keynote addresses, product demos, and more than 300 breakout sessions. And nobody had to leave home. Nobody had to pay airfare. Nobody had to spend several hours in a plane. Nobody had to pay for lodging in a strange city. Nobody had to rush from one breakout session to another and hope they got there in time to get a seat close enough to the front to see what was going on. And there were no drunken late-night parties. Well, maybe there were, if a few creatives stayed up late with their cat or their dog. Those who work in any creative endeavor have seen massive changes this year. Adobe CEO Shantanu Narayan acknowledged the difficulties, described some of the company's initiatives to assist students and teachers, and called on those who create photographs, music, videos, publications, and other works to keep on creating because they hold us all together. What makes me especially proud is that Creative Cloud represents the virtuous cycle of learning and engagement we have with every one of you. And your passion, hard work, and insights drive us to innovate harder and faster every day. Now more than ever, the world needs creativity. In fact, creativity is the connective tissue that's holding us all together. It is creativity and ingenuity that will allow us to emerge stronger. My ask of all of you is to keep creating. Show the world what you can do. Inspire each other create change. And together, let's unleash creativity for all. New applications and updates do not arrive without bugs. And that is the case for some of the 2020 Adobe Creative Cloud new versions and application updates. Dreamweaver's text editing has improved immensely, both in the design panel and in the code panel. But text editing in the Photoshop version released on the 20th of October was unusable. When the user clicks into a text object, the cursor is not visible, and dragging to select text doesn't highlight the section. So because it's unclear where the cursor is or what has been selected, editing text in Photoshop is a nightmare. Longtime Adobe users will be familiar with those kinds of bugs, and Adobe typically releases updates to correct the errors within a few days. Because I'm picking on Photoshop, perhaps I should describe some of the new features and enhancements. There have been big advancements on the iPad version of Photoshop that was introduced at last year's Macs. Last year it was essentially a proof of concept. Now it's much more usable. On the desktop, Photoshop has a sky replacement function to help users improve images in which the original sky was boring. The most interesting new feature in Photoshop is neural filters. They're somewhat similar to the lenses that are available on mobile devices in Photoshop Camera. These filters can remove JPEG artifacts, adjust an image's overall color, and even modify the expression, hair, and age on photographs of people. More on those features in a couple of weeks. Adobe's chief product officer, Scott Belsky, explained that lifelong learning is now even more important than it has ever been. To be an expert, you have to remain a student. And the best way to learn is by looking over the shoulder of an artist you respect. 
Without a doubt, the age of apprenticeship is back. So we're releasing new live streaming technologies that make it so much easier to learn from one another. And we're adding resources that help you learn new techniques within Creative Cloud itself. One serious problem that hangs over those who create videos and photographs is misuse of their work by those who would modify media for illicit political purposes. Belsky provided an update on the content authenticity program that Adobe announced at last year's Max conference. Working with our partners over the last year, we've made a lot of progress on the technology that will drive the Content Authenticity Initiative. Soon we're releasing that technology as a private beta within Photoshop, and any attribution data that people add to their images will be viewable by everyone on Behance and through contentauthenticity.org. We know that the spread of misinformation is a big issue that will require action on many fronts. No one approach will solve this problem entirely. But with our partners, we are committed to creating a platform that will help everyone make better decisions about what content to trust. In coming weeks, we'll take an in-depth look at some of the remarkable updates that applications such as Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, Audition, and Adobe's other products received in October. We'll also look at the growing number of applications available on mobile devices and the company's remarkable collection of mobile applications that are provided without charge. So stay tuned. Personal finance site WalletHub conducted a survey about smartphone usage about the time Apple released the latest version of its phone. The survey found that 36% of all Americans plan to reduce the cost of their cell phone usage due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And although it primarily concerned Apple's phones, the information would seem to apply equally to those who have Android phones. To help people save money on their cell phone bills, WalletHub created a cell phone savings calculator. The calculator compares upfront and continuing costs to help consumers determine the least expensive way to buy the phone. What's the best way to do that? WalletHub analyst Jill Gonzalez has some suggestions. When the iPhone first came out, it was worth getting each new generation of phone because the improvements were so big. Now, there are really only marginal differences with each new model, which means you're better off buying a phone that's at least one generation old. Buying a slightly older phone allows you to have a nearly identical user experience for around half the price. Other ways to save include carrier discounts, along with buying used, good condition phones. With the COVID-19 pandemic continuing to put financial pressure on consumers, it's wise for people to rein in on their spending and put the extra money they would have spent on the latest phone toward other bills. Demand for smartphones remains high, and about one-third of smartphone owners plan to update their phones this year, despite high unemployment. The survey shows that nearly half of all Americans who own smartphones say the device is their most important possession. There are reasons for this, according to Gonzalez. The reason that almost half of consumers think their phone is the most important thing they own during the pandemic is that a cell phone can perform so many crucial functions. A phone can keep people connected to their loved ones during social distancing, order deliveries of food and groceries, facilitate remote work, contact doctors, and help people stay up to date on the latest news. One of the biggest things a cell phone can provide is steady internet access, even without Wi-Fi which is extremely important for households that don't have any other way to get online. 
Cell phones are also crucial for contact tracing programs that track the spread of COVID-19. About three quarters of survey respondents said that Apple charges too much for its phones. But a nearly equal number feel that buying a new phone is worth going into debt for. Gonzalez says there are still ways to save. There are many ways to cut down the cost of owning a smartphone while still getting quality coverage, such as shopping around and timing your purchases around good promotional deals. One of the best methods to save money is to get coverage from a budget phone provider that operates on the same network as one of the big brands. Consumers can save a lot of money while having no noticeable difference in coverage. You might also be able to save money by switching to automatic payments or bundling your coverage with a few other people. If you're struggling to pay your cell phone bills due to COVID-19, call your provider and ask if they can offer any temporary relief. For full survey details, visit the WalletHub website, where you'll also find a smartphone cost calculator. There are links to both of those components on the TechBiter Worldwide website. You'll save money on spare parts because it's free. Just head over to the TechBiter Worldwide website, and this week you'll find these articles. A free 47-page ebook by Wells Fargo Financial Advisors can help safeguard your computer and your finances. I have the download link for you. The feds have filed suit against Google complaining about monopolistic practices. And 20 years ago, Xerox was in the process of spinning off the legendary Palo Alto Research Center. That's the organization that invented much of modern computing. Thanks for listening to TechBiter Worldwide, the podcast with an hour's worth of technology news in about 20 minutes. I'm Bill Blinn. Be sure to check out the website, www.techbiter.com. And if you like, send me an email from there. See you next week.